0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Sackos podcast with your hosts, Jason Shellcross and Alex Krobe. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, whenever you're listening to this, welcome in to the Fantasy Football Sackos. My name is Alex Krogh, I'm flying solo part two this week, Jason is still in Hawaii, I don't know what you do in Hawaii for two weeks, I think that's a totally excessive amount of time to spend somewhere, but here we are, Alex Krogh flying solo, helping you into week four up in this house. Uh, But first, before we get to week four waivers, uh, time to uh, pay a bill, right? Let's talk about Manscaped. And this is the female copy, uh, which I thought would just be way more fun to read, seeing as I'm by myself. And Halloween's coming up, people. So do you know what's spookier than seeing a black cat on Halloween? It's shaving your balls with anything other than Manscaped. And when it comes to below-the-waist grooming, there's no need to carve your pumpkins this Halloween because Manscaped is here to upgrade your grooming experience. Go from a bite-sized candy bar to a king-sized candy bar. Enjoy the 2 million-plus men worldwide by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping using the promo code SACKOS, S-A-C-K-O-S, uh, when you go to check out. I mean, how wonderful is that? So uh, go to manscaped.com, 20% off, free shipping. Promo code SACO is at manscaped.com. That's 20% off. Um, and uh, the the Manscaped product, uh, the 4.0, is absolutely fantastic. Um, would not recommend it enough. Uh, I, uh, you know, after a couple of weeks, I'm, I'm just sitting beautiful. So uh, go to manscaped.com. 20% off free shipping worldwide at Manscape.com. I hope that your weekend uh, went better than my Monday did. Uh, it was five o'clock and I looked down and there was cat throw up on the bottom of my dress pants. Um, so just a, just a rough Monday overall, kind of a, a rough weekend having to watch the bears game. I'd like to apologize to um, the entire world, quite honestly, For the Bears performance this past weekend against the Browns uh just absolutely horrendous words cannot begin to describe how embarrassed I am to be a Bears fan from a fantasy perspective I don't know how you start anybody even against Detroit this week Matt Nagy's talking about starting potentially Nick Foles uh over Justin Fields um my God, man, it's so, so, so bad to be a Bears fan uh, with a basically a high school coach calling plays. Um, so sorry if you started any Bears players. Uh, hopefully Nagy gives up play-calling ability and, and at least lets Monty do something. But Allen Robinson's been absolutely atrocious so far. Um, so got to consider sitting all of your det- Uh, Chicago Bears players this weekend even against a bad Detroit team all right let's get into some quarterbacks real quick here for week four if you're if you're hurting at that position Uh, just as a friendly reminder the way that we do waivers here for the Sackos is we've generally drawn a line at under 50% being owned Um, it's always best dude go to your players sort by rostered See who's the most rostered. Generally, those are going to be the people to pick up. So if you haven't done that, I would at least take a pick, uh, or sorry, a peek at those players. Uh, we're going to go through quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, a couple tight ends, finally this week, and then a, a, another recommendation of a couple defenses. So um, just as a friendly reminder, the top five quarterbacks this year, and I, this could depend on your format, depending on how you're doing it. Number one's Tom Brady. Number two's Kyler Murray. Number three is Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes, excuse me. Uh, number four is Matthew Stafford, which is a, a little bit of a surprise. But coming in at quarterback five is Kirk Cousins. He's rostered in thirty-two point five percent of leagues, um, and he's quarterback five on the year. So, if if Kirk Cousins is available in your league, you gotta at least think about looking at him. Um, so he he has a rough matchup this week against Cleveland, no doubt about it. After watching what they what their front four did, um, so you know, not a great matchup. It is at home against Cleveland, um, but then the following week is home against Detroit. So his passing yarded. So he's thrown forty nine attempts, thirty two attempts, thirty eight attempts in his three games. Um, His yardage is 351, 244, and 323. He has two touchdowns in every game, uh, at least uh, with with three of the last two games. Um, So he's definitely an option for you to pick up. Uh, I would not spend any fab on him um, because you can either get him or the next guy we're going to talk about, which is Derek Carr. If if you're hurting for quarterbacks, I I would put a bid in on both of them for zero, assuming you're going to get one of them. Generally, there's enough quarterbacks to go around uh, in a 12-team redraft league. So that is what I would recommend is I would just go for a zero bid, even though Kirk Cousins is quarterback five. And maybe he's not a play this week against Cleveland, but he definitely is next week against Detroit. Uh, Quarterback six is the aforementioned Derek Carr. He's rostered in 50% of leagues, and he has three straight games of over 380 passing yards. So his attempts have been 56-37-43. His yardage is 435-382-386, and 386. two touchdowns in every game. Uh, coming up next, his schedule is at the Chargers, uh, home against the Bears, and at Denver. That's also not a super-friendly schedule. Um, but I would say that you know his first three games haven't been super-friendly either. Against Baltimore, at home at Pittsburgh, home against Miami. So... Derek Carr, quarterback six, uh, so far on this young season. And, um, you know, he's somebody that if they're going to throw that much, look at his wide receivers, uh, some of which we'll talk about here in a little bit. Uh, other quarterbacks to at least marginally pay attention to if if you're absolutely dying uh, would include Daniel Jones. Uh, he's quarterback 11. He kind of had a clunker this week in a great matchup against Atlanta. Uh, rostered forty-seven point, or sorry, forty-five point seven percent of leagues at New Orleans, at Dallas. The next two weeks, not fantastic. Uh, Sam Darnold uh, had a huge week last week, uh, mainly because of the rushing touchdowns. So he's currently uh, quarterback twelve on the young season, uh, and it's amazing what quarterbacks can do when they don't have uh, Crazy Eyes Gase as their uh, their head coach. Uh, I feel like him and Matt Nagy uh, can duplicate that Spider-Man meme where they're pointing at pointing at each other, where they're like, wait a second, you suck. No, you suck more. Uh, turns out they both do. So Sam Darnold, quarterback 12, rostered 9% of leagues, three rushing touchdowns through two weeks. He had two goal line sneaks against Houston on Thursday night. Um, but overall, over you know, Perfectly solid, 279 yards passing, 305 and 304 in his three outings. He's at Dallas, uh, and I'm recording this as Monday Night Football is going uh, in the second half. But Dallas's defense looks really fast uh, when playing at home. Um, but so Sam Darnold, you know, has the pedigree, and has a good coach, and has some weapons to throw the ball to. Uh, and you haven't even seen Robbie Anderson get going yet. Um, and I do think potentially with CMC being out, that you will see Sam Darnold probably throwing the ball a little bit more uh, the next couple of weeks while he's out. Uh, other quarterbacks to monitor, uh, I would probably not pick up Justin Fields and play him. Uh, he's rostered in 52% of leagues, uh, and Trey Lance is owned in 21.4 if you're in a, in a way deeper league. All right, on to some marquee running back injuries that happened uh the biggest one being christian mccaffrey being out uh, who pulled his hamstring on uh, thursday night football uh which you just hate to see it's really too bad honestly uh what's you know is, is he turning into kind of a glass man at least a little bit um for the record cmc is running back three so far on the year Derek, derrick henry's one Surprising at two is Aaron Jones, and then CMC comes in at three. DeAndre Swift, just like we all thought, would be running back four. And then Austin Eckler comes in at, at running back five so far. But back to Chubba, uh sorry, back to CMC's injury and how to replace him, the answer is definitely Chuba Hubbard. Um, he came in uh, in relief, and he looked okay. Um, he didn't look like blow me away. I can't believe how good this guy is. But it seems like he's definitely going to be the guy for Carolina going forward. If somebody says it's Royce Freeman, I just can't can't believe that. Royce had five carries for 17 yards and a catch. Uh, Chubba Hubbard had 11 carries and three catches. Um, so I, Chubba Hubbard Hubbard's definitely the guy. Now, his next two weeks, they're not it doesn't sound like they're putting Christian McCaffrey on IR. So, his hamstring injury apparently is not bad enough where they think he's going to miss 3 games. So, what do you do here, right? If if you're in a desperate situation and you're Owen 3 and you're a CMC owner, I mean, I think you have to consider 35 to 40, maybe 50% of your fab because you can't lose. Like you cannot continue to lose. If you're going to give up the next 2 weeks with no CMC and go to 0 and 40 and 5, that's a real rough spot. Even with a little bit longer season, I know you don't have to pull the emergency break but I was basically in this exact same spot last year in me and Jason's league of record and it's one of those things where I did not go out and spend my fab on Mike Davis. And yes, CMC was out for a little bit longer time last year, but just giving that roster spot away to somebody else. Cause I didn't want to bid enough just sucked. So if you're a CMC owner and you are Owen three, I think a 50% bid is not unreasonable because you have to win. If you are not a CMC owner and CMC is only going to be out for two weeks, I would not go crazy on this only because I don't want to use all my fab for a guy that's only going to probably play for two weeks. Right. So I mean, I, I don't think I'd go more than 20% if I don't own CMC, but if I do own CMC, I'm going to, I'm going to bid a little bit more because I can't lose him sort of thing, unless you have a really deep team and, and Hey, more power to you. But it's just uh, Chuba Hubbard is clearly the guy rostered in only 11.3 percent of leagues, so it's going to be a bidding bonanza here um, that we haven't seen the likes of in two weeks since Elijah Mitchell uh, when Jason was was going nuts over him. So I I think this is a it depends on what your situation is. If you're sitting three and and0 and you have CMC, I don't think you need to go crazy because uh, he'll be back in a couple weeks based on all the signs. Now, if they happen to put um, CMC on IR before your waivers process on Wednesday morning, then maybe you bid a little bit more. So I I do think this is still a little bit fluid. Pay attention um, as more information comes out. So if you're a CMC owner, you're 0-3, I think you gotta go for it and get them because you can't lose anymore. If you're not a CMC owner, I would not go over 20% uh, just because he's gonna be back. Um, and it, and this ultimately depends on what your current roster construction is, uh, and everything that's going along with it. So I hope you find that helpful. Um, I'd love to know what you guys are, uh, are bidding, uh, feel free to fire it off to us. Uh, we are at the FF sacos everywhere. Uh, so what, let, let me know, uh, kind of what you guys are thinking. Cause It's a tough one, and if if he's not going to be – if CMC is not going to be out uh, for an extended period of time, um, I don't think you need to go crazy on Chubba Hubbard. All right, more running backs to talk about, and this just feels dirty, nasty. I don't really want to talk about this at all, but he is the number two running back from a waiver perspective, and that's Peyton Barber this week. He carried the ball 23 times for the Raiders against Miami. It was an overtime game, so he got a little bit more work late. 23 carries, 111 yards. Uh, he also had three catches for 31. And everybody thought that this was going to be a Kenyon Drake game, right? I mean, poor Kenyon Drake owners. Peyton Barber outsnapped him 57% of the snaps to Kenyon Drake's 43%. So if Josh Jacobs is going to be out, apparently they're going to lean on Peyton Barber, even though they paid Kenyon Drake in the offseason. Just, it doesn't make any sense. So Peyton Barber is rostered in 11.3% of leagues. Uh, again, Peyton Barber, 57% of the snaps in, in a game where it should have just been all Kenyon Drake. Um, For for me personally, this is a, should Peyton Barber be rostered? Yes how much did you spend on Peyton Barber? I, I don't know. Um, so the Raiders are, are on Monday night against the Chargers, uh, in week four, which is a fantastic game. Um, so you're not going to know if Josh Jacobs is healthy. Um, cause assuming he's, you know, what his he was on the injury report for like his entire body was was injured um I don't think you can trust Peyton Barber in a matchup against the Chargers even though Clyde Edwards Holaire, welcome back from the dead had a great week um against the Chargers um there's just no way that I can trust Peyton Barber I, I just I just can't do it I would not spend more than five percent on him um and even if you are in need of a running back, um, he's somebody that might go back to doing nothing. As a friendly reminder, week one, when Josh Jacobs uh, was, uh, was around, he did not uh, touch the ball at, at all. So um, he, <laughs> he was on the practice squad, or he was signed off the practice squad uh, on September 3rd. Um, and... I guess he knows the offense good enough now. 13 carries week two against Pittsburgh, 23 against Miami. So I would not go crazy on Peyton Barber. Um, I think Kenyon Drake is still better year long. Um, And once Josh Jacobs comes back, I I don't think Peyton Barber is doing much. So should he be rostered? Yes. I personally am not going to put more than a $0 bid in on him just for the sheer fact that he's Peyton Barber, and I'm probably not going to play him anyway. Uh, if you're in a rough spot, I would not spend more than 5%. I still think you can get him. All right, other running backs to talk about. Uh, the next one's going to be Zach Moss, who, uh, yes, he is over our 50% threshold. He's at 57.1%. Um, he, he had 56% of the snaps uh, to Singletary's 43 uh, in week three for Buffalo against Washington, uh, he had 13 carries, 60 yards, three catches for 31. Um, Zach Moss was a su- the surprise inactive week one against Pittsburgh. Um, and since that, in half PPR leagues, he's put up 14 and 16 points with Houston on deck this week. Um, that's a real good matchup, guys. Um, so I, if, if Zach Moss is available, I do think it's worth up to a 5% bid. Um if If you're looking for running back help, yeah, he might get hot or cold um but in the th- in the two games he's played, he's got three touchdowns, two rushing and a receiving last week um and uh the the next couple weeks are are pretty tasty from a matchup perspective. Houston at Kansas City and at Tennessee uh before they're buying week seven and maybe it's finally time for Zach Moss to kind of break out um and be. Be kind of that guy for Buffalo. If he's going to get more snaps than Singletary, and this was the first week that that's happened, um, then he should be rostered. And theoretically, he's playable. So I, I think spending up to five percent for Zach Moss is is possible. Um, and and I think you should do it um, just because that offense is so explosive. That's you know he's going to fall in the end zone every once in a while. Clearly. All right, other guys to talk about. Uh, Latavius Murray still owned in 45% of leagues. Um, He only had 33% of the snaps on Sunday against Detroit. Uh, Tyson Williams uh, had 50% of the snaps. Um, This backfield is almost like you can't trust anybody right now. Uh, Murray does not have more than 36 rushing yards in a game. Um, This was the first week that he did not score a touchdown uh, and the next two weeks are at Denver home against Indy um and then week 6 and 7 is the Chargers and Cincinnati at home um so uh you know maybe after their bye week may i mean maybe um Latavius Murray gets it going i i think he should be rostered at this point i don't think you need to bid anything to get him if he is available in your league after a 2.8 point week uh, if you're super desperate, here's some other guys, uh, Kyle Yuschek Um, I could not even find a snap percentage. And I would say that's only if Elijah Mitchell does not play. Um, Juszczyk was used, you know, it seemed like they trusted him more than Trey sermon, uh, last night on the Sunday night game. Um, so that's only if you're super desperate. Otherwise I, I would not, uh, pick him up. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell was not doing anything in the Monday night game. But if if Miles Sanders ever gets dinged up, he's the guy he's only rostered in 28 percent of leagues. And then uh, I'll mention the same two guys that I did last week again at the running back position. Tariq Cohen is owned in four point one percent of leagues. He's on the pup list. And so is Jeff Wilson, Jr., um, whose ownership percentage uh, skyrocketed uh, last week by four percent. He's now owned in six point one percent of leagues. All right. On to wide receivers, uh, fun little top fiver. And and I excluded or included top six in this list here. Uh, Cooper cup is wide receiver one through four weeks, uh, followed by Mike Williams, which is crazy to think about Mike Williams, how good he's been. I feel like he is kind of the guy that everybody thought that, uh, you know he, everybody thought he would potentially have a breakout season but there's no way that anybody saw this coming at at all like not not wide receiver 2 at at this point um if, if anything you would think that uh it would be Keenan Allen but it's it's Ben Mike the Mike Williams show Tyler Lockett is wide receiver 3 on the year Adam Thielen is number four. Jamar Chase is number five. And uh, me and Jason kind of crapped on Jamar Chase for, for the drops at the beginning of the season. We said, don't, don't draft him. Um, and he's promptly responded with four touchdowns uh, in his first three NFL games. Um, his targets, though, have not really been there to sustain that success. Uh, targets have been seven, four, and five. So he's had what, uh, 16 targets and four touchdowns. Um, it's safe to say that that's probably not going to continue, but, um, so Jamar Chase is five and then Brandon Cooks is, uh, apparently team proof, quarterback proof, uh, at wide receiver six. All right. Some guys to pick up. I I think the top guy to list is definitely going to be Emmanuel Sanders Uh, He is rostered in uh, 23.3% of leagues, Um, and he just absolutely went off this week for the Buffalo Bills. And you might think like, oh, well, it's just one week, whatever. Well, new offense, getting familiar with, with Josh Allen, he was on the field for eighty percent of plays, uh, which actually led the their team this week, and that's over digs. So he was on the field for eighty percent of the snaps, and if he's going to do that, he's he's more than playable. He's uh so wide receiver twenty one rostered in twenty three point three percent of leagues. His targets so far uh, have been eight, six, and six, and he's basically their wide receiver two at this point. Beasley is operating in the slot. Uh, Sanders is is getting down the field a little bit. So two touchdowns this week. Um, his stat line so far, uh, starting back in week one, four for 52, two for 48 and five for 94. Uh, again, next couple weeks. Great for the bills, right? Home against Houston at Kansas city at Tennessee. Um, I, I think that he should be rostered. Um, and wide receiver 21 so far in one of the highest passing offenses in, in the league um i I think it's fair to bid six to eight to ten percent if if you're looking for a wide receiver because they're not just growing on trees. He's had a more like he's had more targets than Jamar Chase has um through three weeks and um I'm not saying there's they're similar players, but in a very pass happy offense, having a wide receiver two slash three, depending on how you uh, organize him and Beasley next to each other. I think he's more than reasonable that you can be playing, especially the next couple of weeks with their schedule. So, um, if you're really desperate, I think you can go up to ten percent for a wide receiver two on on the biggest or best uh, passing offenses in in football. Um, the next guy that I want to mention is Josh Gordon, um, and yes, it's that Josh Gordon, uh, the one that was an All Pro eight years ago uh, for the Cleveland Browns. Yes, 2013 All-Pro. He's back and was reinstated last week. He's currently owned in 5.6% of leagues. And he signed with Kansas City, which is super interesting and and maybe the best possible landing spot for him to land. Um, Dude is just a physical, like, gifted athlete, and I really, really hope that his substance abuse issues are behind him or at least, you know, that he's able to, to manage those and, and channel it in different ways. Um, because he is w- honestly one of the, like, he's basically like a mini Randy Moss from a talent standpoint. Um, I do think he should be rostered. Um, I would not be surprised to see him take over, um, a lot of the reps for McCole Hardman. Who's never really, uh, broken out, uh, even though he did have a touchdown this weekend. Um, and he's more of like a speed gadget guy and Josh Gordon is just an absolute beast. Um, so I, I would recommend picking him up, um, on our, our Twitter page, uh, this week, um, this past week when he was reinstated, we did recommend picking him up if he was available. Uh, and, and you had a roster spot and I did get two damn it text messages today, uh, from league mates, uh, Somewhat jealous that I picked up Josh Gordon. Uh, now that he is a Kansas City Chief, so um, I, I I don't think that you need to. Uh, I I would I would not bid any fab to get him. If somebody wants to bid fab to get him, then say congratulations. Um, but I I think I would try to get him with a zero bid. Um, or, or one bid, but I I don't think I'd go more than that. All right. Other wide receivers to talk about Christian Kirk, uh, two weeks after we talked about his explosion in week one, where he had five catches for 70 yards and two touchdowns on five targets. He slowed down a little bit last week with three for 65 on four targets. And then all of a sudden this week, he explodes again, seven catches on eight targets For 104 yards, Um, he is currently wide receiver 13. He's rostered in 22.4% of leagues. Um, And he was on the field for 57% of snaps this week. Um, A.J. Green was on the field for 79% of plays. So he's definitely sitting in wide receiver three uh territory for sure um and at the same time like rondale moore it was only on the field for 34 percent of plays so they're kind of kind of mixing these guys in and out um rondale moore's owned in 70 percent of leagues now um after going up 20 or sorry 50 percent a week ago and christian kirk um is still sitting there uh at 22 percent owned um, I, I feel like he's a um, probably a more consistent play than Rondale Moore going forward. Um, he's not a big name. I think you can get him for, for a buck. Um, I would not spend more than that, pick him up. And I do think in the right matchup, he's going to have big weeks. Um, but I do think he provides somewhat of a reasonable floor um, as a as kind of like a possession receiver for them. All right, Um, I talked last week about uh, Hunter Renfro um, where I said with how many targets he's getting, at some point he's going to score a touchdown. Well, here we are. So I've already talked about Derek Carr and him throwing for 380 yards all three games, and here's Hunter Renfro. His targets, week one, nine. Week two was seven, and last week was six, and he finally scored a touchdown. He has 57 or more yards in every game. Um, and five catches or more in all three games. And, uh, I, I don't understand why people hate Hunter Renfro. Uh, last week he was wide receiver 48. Now he's wide receiver 28 basically because he, uh, had just a sick route, um, that had the DBL turned around. He's rostered in 11.3% of leagues. Um, I, I think you can get him for a dollar or two at, at the most. Um, again they're in a really pass happy offense and they're going to be in some really competitive games their schedule is brutal man chargers bears that's easy at denver philly giants KC, cincinnati dallas washington kansas city again cleveland denver and indy to end the year they're, they're going to keep throwing the ball a ton um so hunter renfro um all of a sudden uh you know basically a, a good wide receiver three with a good amount of targets and a very pass happy offense. Um, so I, I, would recommend going to pick him up if he is available next wide receiver to talk about is Tim Patrick. So he was on the, he's currently wide receiver 25 on the year, uh, rostered in 12.8% of leagues, uh, which is actually down from a week ago where he was rostered in 14% of leagues. Apparently everybody hates Tim Patrick. Why you shouldn't hate Tim Patrick, especially while Jerry Judy's out, is the fact that he's played in over 70% of snaps every week uh, for the Broncos this year. Again, wide receiver 25. um, He has four or more targets in every game, three or more catches in every game. Um, This was the first week he did not score a touchdown, uh, but in half PPR, he's been between 11.2 and 12.3 points every single week. Uh, he is a reliable option where, um, you know, he, he's going to give you some points. So Tim Patrick, uh, 12.8%. Uh, this is a guy that nobody really knows about. Um, I think you can get him for a dollar. Um, especially while Jerry Judy is out. Uh, I think he makes a fine replacement. Uh, A couple other wide receivers, I guess to, to note briefly here, Deshaun Jackson, um, uh, is rostered in 1.8% of leagues. He had a deep ball. Um, he was he was only on the field for 32% of plays last week. Van Jefferson was on the field for 77. Um, so if you're thinking about one guy or the other, Van Jefferson is rostered in only 5.9% of leagues. Deshaun's in 1.8. Van Jefferson's on the field more. Uh, theoretically, he will have more opportunities. Uh, at some point, Deshaun Jackson's probably going to get hurt, but somehow he's still... One of the fastest men in the NFL, which is unbelievable. Uh, quickly going through some other wideouts: Mark uh His drop per uh, his roster percentage has dropped to 46%. Uh, he finally caught a touchdown, uh, which helped uh, helps him um, kind of have a finally the first like decent week after. Uh, One catch for 14 yards and two for eight. He had four for 41 and a touchdown on five targets against New England um, with the Giants up next and then Washington. Um, I don't think you need to spend any money on him. The Saints are super hot and cold, Um, but if he's available, feel free to add him. Um, This might also be a time where you start turning your attention to the Michael Thomas owner. Um, Michael Thomas is going to be out a couple more weeks. Um, and then theoretically be back after their bye week uh, which is in week six. Um, so, uh, he'll be back for week seven is is what the projection is. So maybe take a crack at trying to trade for Michael Thomas. Uh, A couple other wide receivers who, um, could be on your list. Kendrick Bourne, uh, had an okay week for new England. Uh, he's rostered in 0.4% of leagues. Uh, He had eight targets this week, six catches for 96 yards against New Orleans. Uh, He did have a touchdown for an 18-point week. And then Rashad Bateman uh, is rostered for Baltimore in 7.1% of leagues. He is eligible now to come off the IR um, slot uh, for Baltimore. So um, just somebody to keep your eye on and maybe somebody you can add for free if you're really hurting. All right, on to tight ends. The top five is exactly what we all thought it would be, right? Travis Kelsey at one, Rob Gronkowski at two, TJ Hawkinson at three, Darren Waller at four, and then Logan Thomas has currently cracked the top five tight ends uh, in kind of like a mishmash of, uh, well, it it hasn't been great. Um, So Logan Thomas, Dawson Knox is tight end six, and he's the guy that I'm recommending um, that he should potentially be on your radar. Um, I mean, if, if he's tight end six, um, he does have a touchdown in back-to-back games. His targets are four, three, and five. Um, he had four catches for 49 yards in that touchdown this week against Houston. Um, and he had that awesome prom pose with Josh Allen where, you know, leave room for God or or Jesus. You know, so... Uh, Dawson Knox um, is, is somebody that you could roster. He's only rostered in 4.4% of leagues. And he is tight end number five or tight end number six so far on the year. Um, and then Tyler Conklin um, is the other guy that I will bring up. He's rostered in 2.6% of leagues. Um, he's tied to eight so far this year. And his targets have been better than Dawson Knox. His targets have been four, four, and eight um, in a year where everybody thought Irv Smith Jr. would kind of be the breakout. Tyler Conklin has taken over uh, while he's been injured. Um, so again, rostering only two point six percent of leagues, um, and he is tight end number eight so far. Um, the targets are are there as far as if you're if you're hurting four, four, eight is is just fine, and it seems like Minnesota is more than willing to let Kirk air it out at least a little bit there. They've been surprisingly pretty decent so far this year. So if you're dying at tight end, Tyler Conklin would be your guy. And as always, Jason hates ending with defense, but here we are. Um, so the, the only two that I got for you this week, um, after a, hopefully a, a good week for the Panthers defense last week, Um, against houston this week i'm recommending that you go out and get the Bengals defense so they're only rostering five percent of leagues their defense eight on the year so far this year Uh, and they've looked more than frisky they they have a bunch of uh you know highly touted people on that defense uh after all their top picks over the years um they have three or more sacks in every game so far this year, and they're facing Jacksonville this week at home. And uh, what can you say? Jacksonville's offense has not looked very good. As a matter of fact, all rookie quarterbacks have looked just absolutely putrid, Um, and Jacksonville happens to be starting one. Hopefully they don't run a flea flicker uh, in Jacksonville again this week. But, uh, yeah, so Bengals defense, roster only 5% of leagues. So this week they got Jacksonville. Next week you're not going to start them against Green Bay. But week six is at Detroit, week seven is at Baltimore, and then week eight is at the Jets. So if you're really planning on on planning way ahead and have a roster spot, Bengals defense, basically three out of the next five weeks is is more than playable. Uh, and then the only other one that I I guess is on someone on the radar uh, is the Bears defense. They're rostering in five percent of leagues. Um, and as much as I don't really want to recommend them because I I actually do think Detroit's going to win on Sunday against a terrible bears offense, the bears defense has actually been pretty good. So they're rostering 14% of leagues. Um, and again, I mean, they're facing Detroit at home. It would not be surprising to see them come out and have a a very good game. They have five sacks, uh, each of the last two weeks and against Cincinnati, they had the three interceptions, um, So a very, some well, I would say somewhat opportunistic defense always has been. Um, It seems like it always will be because they'll never have an offense to support them. Um, So Bears defense, if you're in a rough spot uh, this week, so those would be the two defenses. So we made it. End of week four. Thank God Jason's back next week. Um, Doing this by myself just isn't quite as fun. Thank you for the feedback last week. Um, I I appreciated the, uh, Hey, you didn't suck, uh, comments that that I received. Um, so thank you so much for that. And and thank you again for coming along on the fancy football Sackos, uh, ride that, that we have going. Um, we were four downloads shy of 10,000, um, as of me recording this, which is just wonderful. Um we cannot thank you guys enough. Again, follow us on all social media. Uh you can we can find us at the FF Sackos. Um subscribe to our YouTube channel, reach out, let me know um to me if, if you disagree or have more players that I should have named. Um but uh Jason will be back next week. We'll have our usual banter back and forth. He will be wrong more than he's right as usual. Uh, and hopefully you can continue listening to me be, um, as good as I possibly can be. Good luck week four. Um, hopefully week three was great for you and, uh, have a great rest of your night. See ya. Thank you for listening to another episode of the fantasy football Sackos podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the FF Sackos.